Welcome to Inspirations, a podcast where we discuss everything relevant to the Christian life. Now, here is your host, Jay Spurlock. Hello, and welcome back to Inspirations, the podcast. I'm your host, Jay Spurlock. Happy New Year, by the way. I hope it's been amazing so far. Today, I want to talk about participation. This uh, came to me, uh, I would say, last fall in a series I was listening to on the Apostle Paul by Richard Rohr. And I kept hearing this phrase, and you know, it's something that you can read. You can read something a hundred times, and it just don't hit you. And then it finally hits you. And then when you when it hits you, it's like you can't miss it. You can't. You hear it everywhere you go, and it sticks out to you. So. That is what I want to talk about, but it, he was talking about a life of participation or as participation, and that simply is the life that Paul really exemplified. Set with me as well because um, we all go through different seasons, and a lot of times being a coach as well, I've heard this, you know, we have people that are, are there, but maybe just participating, uh, they're happy to participate, um, and I'm, but some people are just attending, and I think that even in our church today, I think you could very easily ask yourself that every time you go to church or every time you're serving in ministry, are you are you truly participating or are you just there to attend and check off the box? So that led to this term that I heard numerous times, but it that is in Christ, uh, how Paul uses that code word in Christ. So I started diving more into that, and eventually it led to a creation of a new wristband for inspirations. But I wanted to kind of lay a foundation on what it means. And uh, for me, when I really heard that, I was in a season that I was hearing a lot of lies and uh, from the enemy and of who I was. I mean, this is nothing new. We all face this, of hearing these lies about who you are and... Uh, you tend to believe that sometimes and and I really just had to keep remembering I, I, it would start with me writing down those two words on my hand somewhere in Christ and then I'm like you know I think I want to make this a wristband and I want to have it as a reminder at all times that no matter what or who has something to say or what the enemy throws my way that I know that in Christ I am loved I am enough I'm a new creation. I am not what the enemy says I am. I am in Christ. And and that's the only way that I want to live my life. I'm not saying that's the only way I do live my life sometimes. We all had those times, but it's it's coming to those points in your life that man, and maybe it's hourly, but you've just come to a time where you're like, I am not living in Christ right now. I need to realign myself back into the truths and and the safety and security that is found in that phrase of in Christ. And I found a, uh, a great, it's kind of a meditation uh, written by Richard Rohr where he talks about this. And I'm going to read a few things from it, but uh, it just, it really, this spoke to me and hopefully it will to you, but just kind of to lay out an outline of what really 
it means to be in Christ. And it says, uh, after conversion, you don't look out at reality. You look out from reality. Think about that for a minute. It says, in other words, God is not out there. You are in God, and God is in you. And I think you could say, in other words, God or Christ is not out there. You are in Christ, and Christ is in you. You are in the middle of reality. You're a part of it. It's a mystery of participation. And the mystery, I love that word. We either approach our day a lot of times. You don't kind of greet the mystery of what God might have planned coming your way or how he's going to use you or who he's going to bring into your path today or who you can share the gospel with or who you can just be a light to. It's that mystery and it it's intriguing and it's it keeps you looking at all times and, and for opportunity to participate, to say, opposed to if you're not in mystery, you're typically in misery. You're trying to force things. You're trying to control things. You're trying to be places that maybe you're not even supposed to be. And and it's just this misery. So always choosing that mystery over misery has really helped me because, again, I struggle with that as well. It says, after his conversion experience, Paul's obsessed with the idea that I'm participating in something that's bigger than me. In fact, he uses the phrase in Christ 164 times to describe the organic uh, unity and participation in Christ. And it goes on to say, I live no longer, not I, but Christ lives in me. Galatians 2.20 If you really think about this, this is a completely different experience of life. And I don't have to fully write my private story. I feel like a lot of times we want to take the reins and write this story. And... And it's intriguing to do that because, number one, that puts you in control. But God is ultimately the, the, the writer of all stories. And he is a better author than we could ever imagine. And um, so it's com- it's completely different experience of life. I don't have to fully write my private story. It's being written with me and in me. I'm already a character on the stage. I am being used. I'm being chosen. I'm being led. After conversion, you will know that your life is not about you, but ultimately you are about life. You are about God. You're in an instance of both the agony and the ecstasy of God that is happening inside of you, and all you can do is say yes to it. After transformation, it's not about doing it right necessarily. It's about being in right relationship. It's not about being correct. It's about being connected. Um, how many times, just to go off that last sentence of, is it more important to you to be correct or to be connected to Christ? Um, and let God or Christ be that correct, corrector to say, let him correct those that need to be corrected. And just know that you're connected is it's it's powerful and it allows you to kind of be less attached to maybe uh, judging others or trying to condemn them or or trying to save everybody but ultimately just saying look I want to be connected and I ultimately know that that is more important than necessarily being correct about everything no one likes someone that has all the answers and the correct ones and we don't all have the correct answers. 
and especially when it comes to God, if you if you have all the answers, then there's really no reason for faith, to be honest. So uh, just resting in that unknowing, knowing that you know enough to not know everything to say. So the main thing I want you to remember from this is looking at your life. I'm going to read some. I went through the New Testament just looking at where in Christ is, is uh, written in Scripture. Just going to read some of those. It says, uh, Romans six eleven. It says, likewise, you also reckon yourselves to be dead inside, indeed to sin, but alive in God, in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans six twenty three, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans eight one, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh, but instead according to the Spirit. Romans 8.39 Nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans 12.5 So we, being many, are one body in Christ, and individually members of one another. That to me, so many times we find power in being First uh, Corinthians 4, verse 10, We are fools for Christ's sake, but you are wise in Christ. First Corinthians four seventeen. For this reason I have sent Tim- Timothy to you, who is my beloved and faithful son in the Lord, who will remain, rem- or sorry, who will remind you on my ways in Christ, as I teach everyone in every church. First Corinthians fifteen eighteen. Then also those who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. So, you know, just because you have accepted Christ, it is it, 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 people fall asleep, and um, and like I said, like throughout the day, I am. I'm, here's the thing: I know nothing can separate me from the love of Christ or God. But the thing that can separate me from living and abiding in that truth is my own self, and my view and my thoughts. So it's aligning myself back into the truth of what Christ has to say about me. 1 Corinthians 15, 22 says, For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ all shall be made alive. 1 Corinthians fifteen thirty one, I affirm by the boasting in you, which I have in Christ Jesus our Lord, I die daily. 2 Corinthians two fourteen. Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ, and through us to fuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. Second Corinthians three fourteen. For until this day the same veil remains unlifted in the reading of the Old Testament, because the veil is taken away in Christ. And to me that is so, so true. I was a Christian uh, prior to really my my season of, of hurt and pain and really of just transforming that pain and hurt and really getting a relationship, I would say, with Christ and not just acknowledging Him and saying I am with Him, but just living in Him. And Him living in me is a big difference. And it says here, you know, that veil, I really believe it says that, you know, a lot of people are blinded to the gospel. They're blind to Jesus and they're blind to the truth found in Scripture. Sometimes we just want to throw more uh, use this analogy before, but it's like we all want to shine our flashlights because, you know, 
in someone's eye, but ultimately we're blinding them. Basically, we want to shine our righteousness in their eyes, and we think we're doing them a favor, but really, ultimately, we're just blinding them even more. So the idea truly is the best way to to show others is to be an image of God in a way that the way you live your life, not saying you're perfect, you ne- you can't be perfect, but how you love others, how you serve others, how you admit when you are not living the right way, and how you go about life in general, how you work and how you serve, like I said, and how you just love one another, love your neighbor, and how you go about your life and you try to see the best in everything and you try to lift others up and not bring them down you do that people see that and they kind of lift that veil you can help lift that veil and then they start getting interested in Christ and then going on to 2 Corinthians 12 verse 2 I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago whether in the body I do not know or whether out of the body I do not know God knows such a one was caught up to the third heaven so to me there's some truth in I, I think what's being said there is people we often want to label others and uh, I, I've wrote this quote down the other day um, it came to mind it said what we label we limit and um, when we label people as saved or not saved or in the body or not in the body we are ultimately labeling them and limiting them we are not the ones to do the labeling you know we are to to be in one and be in unity and to love one another and let God do that, uh, the separating, and let him be the judge. Galatians 3 verse 26, For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. And here's a good one. Galatians 3 verse 28, There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you all are one in Christ Jesus. We are all one in Christ. Finding light, and if you're in a season of darkness, um, let me remind you that, you know, you have to know the darkness to see the light in a way. And I think uh, when I was in the dark, I, I couldn't have said that. I didn't understand what he was doing at that time, but he was preparing me, and he was carrying me through this, and he was teaching me. And it's about having that spirit of, or that openness to be formed and to be open to what he's doing and to remind yourself that it's not your story. You're just a part of the bigger story and, and understanding the, the, the honor found in that. If you really truly think about that, you get to participate in the greatest love story ever, participate the eternal and where people's lives are eternally changed and you get to be a participant we're not called to stand on the sidelines to just attend life you know we get our uh, we're, we're saved or you know we uh, we go to church and then we attend church and and just go on about our life it's there's so much more to life and you find you find life in it and and actually serving uh, one another and loving one another instead of just um, watching and judging one another. I have to say that 
to be the truth. And, and first, you know, it says that line goes back to, I no longer have to write my private story. It is being written with me and in me. So we don't have to wake up and decide what are we going to do today for Jesus. But it's waking up and saying, Lord, let it be done to me. And let me just be a participant. And because, honestly, if I try to do it on my own, we know how that usually goes. But I want to be led by you. Where I may be weak, you are strong. Where I'm, I know that to be the truth. So where I can admit my weakness, I then can allow you to show me your, your strength. And there's so much, so much power in that. Just acknowledging that and knowing that God is going to make you and take you on the best story and journey that you've ever been on. And he's going to be with you in the highs and the lows. And along the way, you're going to learn some things that you can eventually help bring others to the true light that you found when you were in the dark. If you are interested in a in Christ wristband, please reach out. I'd be glad to send you one free of charge. If anything... Uh, if you have any ideas on topics that you'd like for me to uh, dive into, I'd be glad to do that. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter as well. I just look forward to talking with everybody again uh, in the next few months. I hope all is well, and may God bless you. Thank you. As always, thank you for listening to Inspirations, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or any episode, please be sure to share it with a friend. And as always, you can go and check us out on Facebook or Instagram for new content throughout the week. Thank you and have a blessed week.